could change things up, but there's still there's still so much season left that I don't think it's you know I don't think whoever does better tomorrow is necessarily the winner, but uh, you know it's definitely important. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome on in BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday. Time to get to Michael Felder, Jason Logan next hour. So some great football guests, college and NFL coming your way about 40 minutes from now. We'll, we'll touch on that. We'll get back to college football, NFL, but right now, Let's talk some baseball. Tonight's card, I mean, we, there's nowhere else to start b- besides tonight. Forget Tony La Russa for a second. We'll put him to the side. It's the pitching matchup tonight because it is Dylan Cease. It is Justin Verlander. All right, let me throw this out there before we go into the matchup. Mm-hmm. Do you think tonight, how much of tonight will go into the voters' minds to decide the Cy Young Award? Oh, that's a good question. Like obviously, if obviously if one or the other drops off or stinks in September, that's more important than one night. But like if they duel tonight, if they're really both really good, but Cease is better, do you think he could almost in the minds of voters overtake him tonight? I, I, I wonder about that because you don't get many head-to-head matchups like this with two guys that are just pitching at a crazy level. I think there's a chance that Cease could get in the minds of voters tonight. I I'm gonna say. When it comes down to the actual timing of the vote, I'm going to say no. Because the likelihood okay. at the end of September that they're going to they're going to go back and say, oh, you, do you remember mid-August, that Tuesday night at 35th and Shields when they matched up against each other and the White Sox were, were not in first place still in the American League Central and, and Cease got the best of Verlander? Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. And... But I will say, though, it is a much tougher matchup for Cease because they're just a sure. better flat-out lineup. I mean, that's the biggest issue with the White Sox this year. I mean, people can point to some of the starting pitching problems that they've had and then management, of course, falling asleep and listening to fans during games. Like, that's <laughs> a bit of an issue, not doing anything at the trade deadline. But their biggest problem is they have half a lineup, and there's there are a number of guys that have really struggled just not even coming close to the expectations coming into the season. So it is a much softer matchup for the Verlander side. But I I don't think when we're talking about guys that go 30 starts, hundreds of innings, much more of a workload on the Verlander side, I don't think they're going to pinpoint it to this one game and say that's when the Cy Young. Now, if it was the last week of the season, something big was on the line, more recency bias, I can buy that there. But I don't think either of them can win the award tonight. Now, could they lose it? Maybe, maybe, but I don't think either's going to win it. How about for tomorrow? Do you think there's a pa- like a ship's passing in the night thing if Cease outpitches him tonight? Because he's he's catching yes. up. I mean, you look at the odds, right? The next six weeks will determine it. But I would not be surprised if Cease wins tonight, or if he's better tonight, whatever wins and loses. <clears throat> but if he's better tonight, if he's the favorite tomorrow, or they're close to even, because I'm seeing right now Verlander what minus one twenty ish. Cease in the he's down he's under plus two he's not two to one anymore he's less than that right plus one sixty five no, I no this, this is the shortest number we've seen all season I see yep. one sports book yep. that has it at plus one fifty and one uh, as short as minus one twenty five but MGM is minus one twenty eight for Verlander plus one sixty five for Cease this is the closest yep. that it's been all season so I mean Cease is the hotter pitcher 
right now. Cease dominates in strikeouts. Like last I checked, I was checking on Friday. So yeah, neither of them have pitched since. Cease was ahead by 40 strikeouts. 40 strikeouts. But Cease has also had two more starts. Now Verlander has more than seven innings of extra work in two fewer starts than Cease. So that's there are certain things. Okay, advantage Cease. A lot of, you go down the down the list. There are check marks for different guys right now. This is up for grabs, and it just it looks different when you look at the stats this morning, and you see oh, now it's just not Verlander sub two. Now they're both under two because before when it was Verlander around one seven and Cease is like two three, that was going to be tough. But now I don't think there's a. I mean the stats say there is a Verlander edge. But I don't think voters will look at this now. They are so close as a Verlander edge as far as ERA. And that's one thing that Verlander always had on him, at least the majority of the season. Yeah, I mean, since May 29th, Dylan Cease has a .66 earned run average. .66 since May 29th. I mean, we're going on most of this season. The guy has been unhittable. I mean, no one scores runs against him. I can't wait for the game tonight. What do we think? Yeah. Under like how how are we, are we playing this game tonight and how do we do it? I mean we have two excellent starting seven. pitchers. Obviously these seven. seven. I wouldn't be so I wouldn't seven. have been surprised they hung a six and a half though. I mean we have two guys with sub two ERAs. I mean where are the runs coming from tonight if they're themselves? Um, if Paul's there, I'd like to bring in Paul for a second because twenty four hours ago he was uh, swatting away any conversation about believing in the White Sox after sweeping the Tigers over the weekend. They take the opener against the Astros last last night, like comeback victory, thanks to help from an, from an older White Sox fan, helping the really old manager. <laughs> what if the Sox win tonight? What if they take the, the, the Seas Verlander game? Are we then saying, okay, this is the White Sox team we were waiting on. I'm starting to believe in them. You are. That's a statement or that's a question? You are starting to believe. I'm asking the question. I'm asking the question. If they win their fifth in a row, they take the first two of four against the Astros. Uh, they, they hand Houston a loss in the Verlander game. I, If I were a betting man, and you could bet on this, which you can't, this just feels like if this is a game they win tonight, Kopech and mm-hmm. Giolito then get roughed up the next two nights, and then they lose to Cleveland. <laughs> And probably lose to Kansas City as well. Like that is as I was so, as I was asking that question, Baltimore. I was thinking. As I was asking that question, I'm thinking, oh yeah, they're gonna they could win tonight. The entire city's gonna buy in, and then they're gonna end up splitting the four. <laughs> yes, hundred percent. That yeah. is that. That's exactly how this sets up for me, and that's if they win tonight. So yeah. no, I'm not. I'm not like look. I mean, they, what was that? Two out, two strike, game time single. And then they, Mm -hmm. you know, and then they rally again to win, you know, same inning, go ahead. I'm less than convinced. It's like, my dad is a White Sox fan. Grew up on the south side of Chicago. I'm not anti-Sox. I just, I'm anti-La Russa at this point. But I just, like, I can't, I can't buy in yet. I can't buy in yet. Now, it's still wide open. It's still, whether it's, the Guardians and the White Sox, or the Twins and the Guardians, or the Twins and the White Sox. However, it shakes out. I still think it's going to go down to the last week of the season, but um, no, mm-hmm. I, I think it'd be great for them. I think it'd be, you know, send, it would absolutely get everyone behind them and start believing if they can 
win three of four, win tonight. But yeah, it'll what you, it'd be a brutal momentum swing to win tonight and then lose the next two. In Cleveland this weekend. That's what I'm saying. They go right yeah. into Cleveland, and then they're going to lose two out of three there. So, <laughs> I was thinking about this when we talked about the format last week. Remember we found out it's a bracket style. It's not the reseeding in the baseball mm-hmm. playoffs. As much as we have kind of, you know, this division, we've kind of said, ah, this, this is a weird division. There's an opportunity here in this division. Think about the way the bracket will set up. The winner of this division is going to get the three seed in the AL, right? One of these three teams gets the three seed. You're going to play the six. This could be Baltimore. It could be like none of these teams are over impressive, right? The sixth seed in the American League. Tampa Bay is not that great this year. The winner of that will then go play the two. It could be a fading Yankees team. I think the AL Central winner, although none of these teams are very good, there's a chance that we wake up and they're in the ALCS. Like it would not shock me if that happened. Wow. Wow. I mean, it's probably not going to be Tony and the White Sox, but it could be whoever it is. It's just it, it, if the Yankees keep fading, the winner of the AL Central will, would face the Yankees in the divisional round, assuming they get through the wild card series. So there's oh, a shot with here. that, is there more of an opportunity on the six? Like, is there like well, sure. is there more? Yeah, like the Orioles or the Rays or whoever. Like, don't the Rays with their terrible offense are not totally mirror images of the White Sox, but like there's some similarities. I don't know. I like yeah. that struggling should be better. I don't know. That could be like if it's Rays White Sox, and that could be just a terrible low scoring series. I mean, or what good if, good pitching, maybe terrible hitting. It could be Sox Twins. That would could suck. be. Um, oh. I it's so hard to project because you've got Seattle for the four. They've got a half game lead. Tampa Bay and Toronto are tied for the five. Then Baltimore's a game and a half out. Twins White Sox both two games out. Here's one for you. Do you think if it's all close at the end, do you think those teams would want to be the six rather than the four or five? The six, you get the White Sox or the Twins or the Guardians, and then you get to face the Yankees instead of the Astros in the second round. I, I'd rather be in that spot. Four or five, yes. you, you have to play another good team and then go play the Astros. I'd rather be that. Now, oh, yeah. How? Have what, if, seen... what if the Yankees end up coming back, bouncing back, not what they were earlier, but better, and they're the one. Would you want to be the six then? You get the AL Central and then the Yankees? Yeah. No, no, it would be the Astros Astros then. I'm saying if they flip. Oh, you're right. The Yankees pick it back up. Right, they're the one. Okay, that's a different – yeah, it's the opposite. I don't – I want to play the AL Central if I'm the sixth seed, and then I'll figure out where I'm playing next. Yeah, yeah, it's a good call. Have we seen – much of that in baseball. I know it's a different format, but like in the past, can you remember like where a team, well, like pitching people set up, but like, hey, we're going to, you know what, we're going to take this game off and set ourselves up for this. What I do remember is before they added the, the other wild card, right? When there was just four total teams, the division didn't matter, right? There was no disadvantage to being the division winner versus the wild card. Teams used to say, I'll just be the wild card team. Like, I'm not pushing myself right. the last week of the season. Like the AL East, Yankees, Red Sox, it didn't matter. Like, we get in, we get a five-game series, who cares? So that's – but it's been a while since we've seen that. Usually teams try because there's a there's an yeah. advantage one way or the other. See, I think, Joe, with all this, Paul only has one room in his heart for one 500 team that he's in on, and that's the San Francisco Giants, who won again last night and are not dead yet. That's what this is about. 
Did I did I look at that four fifty to one and have to take a little bit of piece of that as well? Maybe. Oh I did. my gosh. Yeah. Oh my we should count up how wow. many times we're in, we're invested in the Giants. Like I have two or three preseason ones. I got the one eighty to one NL. Paul's on the biggest numbers possible now. We're texting about Tyro Estrada's walk off home run on Sunday. We're there. <laughs> As I'm walking out of AT and T or Oracle or whatever it is, place is electric. That's a fan base that believes. They believe. Right. They it's like. And then I do mean, they Longoria? Oh yeah, you could feel it. You can feel the energy there. They they all they think they're going to the playoffs already because they swept the Pirates. But they are, were you swayed they more because because you were hanging with Giants fans this weekend? Oh, you with were there. Your charcuterie board yeah, and your was, wine. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, cousin's wedding out in the Bay. Um, so yeah, and then sister's birthday. So did a, a little Sonoma, a little Napa. Like with my charcuterie cool. and wine, but uh, yeah, then then we did the game on Sunday and great park first of all. But yeah, the uh, I'm I'm in now. When I if I'm in the building for a walk off after I'm already holding a ticket on the seat, count me in. I am all in. So they've your emotions are way the- too involved in this. I think. Oh, well, let okay. me. I thought of, I thought of this yesterday. <laughs> Our friend of the show, Sam Panianovich. We were all on the Braves mm-hmm. last year. Grabbed him middle of the summer. He had him before yeah. the season. His goldfish died, Pauly, and the Braves won it for Pauly. Squirt died. That's like, You're oh. like this, I like what this this is lining up oh. again. And Squirt was for- orange. We Say got no it. More. Cash in. those tickets. <laughs> Cash those tickets. They have- they have won seven of nine since the Dodgers beat down. When we went over, like, the Dodgers kind of torpedoed yeah. their season. They won seven of nine. So, well, yeah, we're, we've got a shot here. I can't- I can't wait to pour a little out for Squirt. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys know who? Do you know who the Giants Uh, finished their season with? The Padres. 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 Oh, knock them out! And all that bad juju with uh, with Tatis and that clown. Oh, his his dad said no. His dad's his dad spoke, and yeah, (laughs) talking about this is bad for baseball. Yeah. Oh, that'd yeah. be perfect. Though he's been on a heater. Haircut, haircut gone wrong. What? <laughs> yes. Of all the things, like. Wait, is that what they said it was? Who among That's us like has not gotten ringworm from our barber? Yeah. <laughs> right, but so yeah, but so I was reading that um, people don't usually treat ringworm with this, right? That's like other skin conditions you could use that cream. Like it's it's a lie. They're all liars when they get caught. <laughs> Has anyone ever yeah, been caught and said that? Like, you, Josie, yeah, you're actually thinking it, about right. this. Nobody else is. Yeah, nobody else is considering this except for you. Like, wait a second. Like, but no, well, I know you're not believing. Of course no, not. Well, Clevenger's like, dude needs to grow up. We don't want any more apologies. <laughs> We're done with you. When when he didn't know what motorcycle accident it was that hurt his wrist, that's that's when I knew something was something was off with this guy. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksford, Beck UL Daily, more MLB, some NFL futures well coming up on the other side. Michael Felder will join us at 11. Jason Logan, Covers.com, joins us at 11.20 Eastern right here on the Beck UL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.